0: Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunding campaign success. I'm your host, Roy Morjan, president of Command Partners, the top full-service crowdfunding marketing agency in the world. We have helped raise over $70 million for our clients since 2010. Each week I'll interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert in order to help take your startup to the next level with crowdfunding. Art of the Kickstart is honored to be sponsored by The Gadget Flow, a product discovery platform that helps you discover, save, and buy awesome products. The Gadget Flow is the ultimate buyer's guide for cool luxury gadgets and creative gifts. To learn more, visit thegadgetflow.com. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to another edition of Art of the Kickstart. Today I am joined by Peter Prohazka with Skinners. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you for inviting me. So you guys have created this revolutionary ultra-portable footwear. Uh, tell us all about your campaign.
1: I don't know where should I start. It's uh, We are saying that the Skinners are your uh, second footwear uh, that fits in your pocket and we are saying it's a footwear of million of views. So I don't know. It's it's such a general question, so I really don't know how to how to answer this one. Or
0: <laughs> so. How, how about where this idea came from?
1: It was like a lighting from clear sky. It uh, it came to my mind when I was working in uh, Norway as a chef, and uh, I was there with my friend, and one day he injured his foot, and uh, during the healing. He couldn't fit the foot in, in the regular footwear, so he started walking barefoot in the streets and in his socks as well. And I was wondering, hey man, you have such nice socks, you are going to destroy them in a few minutes or after a few walks. And his, respo- his response was that he just starts saying all the advantages, how great it is, how he can move freely, et, et cetera. And it was the first part to my mind. Like I was thinking, hmm, that sounds interesting. Why there's nothing on the market? What could be for your foot? Like a sock, but protective as a shoe. So first I tried to Google it and couldn't find anything. So <laughs> um, at night, I went to a close construction site for some scrap material or some, yeah, some pieces. What I could found there and. I uh, I made a first prototype the very same night. So that that's the story, that's the origin.
0: So he challenged you to to build something and uh you know the best Kickstarter projects that we've seen have always come out of, you know, unique situations where a new product needed to be developed and this certainly is unique. We love your video. We think you know there there's obviously tons of different use cases for this product you'd mentioned that you'd started about 18 months ago. Talk about some of, you know, that, that prep work and uh, not only building out a prototype, but in terms of building mm-hmm. up the campaign.
1: So first, the prototypes uh, I was doing in my parents' garage uh, using Google to, to get the all necessary information I, I would need because the technology is quite new and the biggest challenge was to to combine few technologies to work together because we combine technologies no one did before so it it took us yeah i think like 12 or 14 months to to tune up everything and uh when we when we finally found or achieved that uh we can produce kinders uh like uh in a series in a manufacturing then we decided to go to kickstarter to validate the idea to get a feedback from potential customers, because that's I think there's n- no better tool as like Kickstarter is. This is true.
0: So, what, what what was some of the prep work that you had done once you had some prototypes done? What what made you ultimately decide uh, to use Kickstarter as your marketing validation tool?
1: Um, I I think it's kind of my hobby. to to watch other campaigns and uh, other people's stories how they came up with the idea and uh, they're trying to develop it with the help of the crowd so uh, i really love the the background and uh, the community about crowdfunding where people are helping you so uh, the prep work was i think the prep work I was just watching the campaigns for one year, and I was asking myself, "Hey, why I like this campaign? What is what's good about it? What's the video? Is it good? Do I like it? What about the what about the rewards? Is the product expensive? Is it affordable? What about shipping options? Is it is it good or does it repulse people because I don't know the shipping is one hundred dollars? So I." I broke uh, every single campaign into pieces and tried to find the, the unique mix, how to, you know, how to get the biggest or the widest funnel where people are going to hit the, hit the buy button or <laughs> backer button.
0: Well, you've certainly found a, a key product where you've got about 6,000 backers so far and over $400,000 raised, so you've certainly created a product that people want
1: yeah that's um I don't want to say it was our propose. it was because as I said uh, we didn't try to find a solution to some specific problem it just hit me or in my brain just few things connected that uh, there's nothing like sock shoe or there's nothing between sock and the shoe so yeah it's like why why don't work on this idea and let's see if people will if people will like it and if people will like the the marketing uh, marketing targeting because I found inspiration how to how to present the skinners like the the footwear or of millions of views I was inspired by Crocs because uh, almost uh, almost nobody knows today that Crocs started as a SPA footwear or on the footwear for yachts and ships, it simply came out. It appeared on the market, and everybody took it and started using it in the way they like it. So we, with skinners, we try to jump over this step and immediately offer people the, you know, the way that they can use the the footwear as they want. So. That's it, that's why we decided for Kickstarter and the way uh, we are presenting the product.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys funded the campaign in less than six hours, then doubled it within Mm -hmm. 21 hours. I mean, what were some of the the marketing initiatives that made the most impact for you?
1: Uh, The first one was uh, community. A few months before the campaign, we started uh, with with local marketing, uh, getting people aware of this product. Uh, building the email list and in the end it uh it uh, it helped us a lot as you know as you as you could see we got funded in in six hours to be honest we thought that that uh, we will raise the ten thousand dollars that was our goal in two or three days so it was a big big surprise for us that we could achieve it in six hours
0: absolutely no it goes to show that the product and the marketing messaging that you put out was obviously correct and found a a niche that people wanted your product for. Give us some idea in terms of, you said you built up an email database. Most of our interviewees typically use Facebook um, to target and find potential audiences that fit. Now, given that your product is designed for everyone, not just, you know, fitness or yoga or people traveling Mm -hmm. or camping or hiking or running or what have you, how did some of that initial lead generation flesh out for you?
1: Actually, yeah, we tried to uh we put some money in Facebook marketing. We tried to uh to focus on people who who do sports, who travels and then we were comparing uh, what groups are doing the best. What's uh, where's the biggest response? Where's the you know biggest action taken? And it in time, it crystallized what uh, how we should target our, our campaigns, and that's how we build uh, the email list. So it was the experimenting, and then suddenly it was clear after a few weeks of testing.
0: So in terms of prototyping and product development, you guys spent over a year and a half putting it together. Can you talk about some of the hurdles that you had to jump over to get it to a working product now?
1: Yes, the the first big hurdle was uh, to find companies who are using or dealing with technologies that we thought that uh, will fit uh, skinners, and when we finally found them, the another hurdle was to find uh, the process how to combine the unique technologies to yeah to produce to produce skinners. So. It the product uh in the product look very very simple, but the production the it's it's really it's really difficult to make something to look simple, but the work behind it it it's really tough. So, absolutely. Um,
0: no, we know every product to develop is tough, and certainly you guys have added some additional technology into the the sock itself, if you will. So we get that you know every every campaign is a little bit unique in terms of. Some of the hurdles they have to jump over what's been the biggest surprise for you not only in product development but in terms of running the campaign itself
1: it was the traction that the campaign caught because as we said or as I said we we thought that the campaign could uh, do well that we could raise around for example one hundred thousand dollars and we would consider it a really huge success but you know now we are crossing 400k so that's that's the surprise we we weren't expecting that we didn't have uh, another stretch goal prepared a lot of people were asking where we will add another stretch goals but that's <laughs> that's uh, that's not possible because the calculations and everything what we could add it was already added so that's it
0: Got it. Yeah, you guys have obviously crushed that goal and blown it out of the water. What's, uh, what's next for the Skinner's team and the Skinner product line?
1: First, we have to expand the manufacturing line because our capabilities are quite limited. So that's the first task. But uh, as we, as we described or written in the campaign, that we already started production of Skinner's. Because we really take it as a burden or our duty to, to fulfill what we said. Because we, uh, we are, ser- uh, all of us in our team, we are serial backers and we really don't like when the most of the campaigns are delayed because of anything. So that was, uh, really important for us. So the people will receive their, their rewards on time. And I think like, million other things are ahead of us what we what can raise without expectation but i think we are ready to to deal with it and deliver everything on time
0: awesome peter this gets us into our launch round where i rapid fire a few questions at you you good to go okay so what inspired you to be an entrepreneur the freedom i saw
1: behind it so the freedom of do whatever I want to not be not be stuck in one place. Simply the freedom.
0: That's a great answer, and I know a lot of our entrepreneurs can appreciate that as well. Uh, if you could take a walk in your skinners with any entrepreneur throughout history, who would it be with?
1: I don't know if you could consider him an entrepreneur, but it would be a
0: Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. All right. So say you're running with yeah, Forrest Gump. He was, then.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was hunting. He was hunting shrimps. Or at least in the movie.
0: All right. So, say you're on a shrimp boat with Forrest Gump. What would be your first question for him?
1: Why did you decide to hunt shrimps? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you're the first person ever to mention Forrest Gump as a potential interviewee.
1: Or I, I actually I wanted to say Elon Musk, but I, <laughs> I know that uh, most of the entrepreneurs are saying him so I just wanted to be a little bit original.
0: Well, that's uh good for our our mix up in terms of uh our running total of entrepreneurs to hang out with. So, who did you look up to when you were growing up?
1: Uh to my successful friends and parents. What book is on your nightstand? Uh right now it's I think the mindset from the Harvard psychologist Carol Dweck. What would you say your biggest weakness is?
0: Maybe I'm a little bit stubborn. Where do you see yourself in five years? Working on
1: Skinners and some other new projects.
0: What big thing do you want to accomplish in your lifetime?
1: To help other people to be satisfied with their lives and to do things they really want. Awesome. Last
0: question. What does the future of crowdfunding look like?
1: I think the crowdfunding market will be or will be a little bit more crowded that more and more campaigns are starting so it will push the creators of the campaigns to to prepare better campaigns uh, to yeah there will be push on quality and it will be a little bit more difficult to succeed I think Awesome Peter
0: you've been great please give our audience your pitch Tell us what you're all about, where people should go
1: and why they should go buy a pair of Skinners. You can visit and support our Kickstarter page for Skinners. That's the revolutionary ultra portable foodware for all your adventures. And we really appreciate every kind of help or spreading the word or I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Thank you very much and (laughs) thank you for inviting me.
0: Nah, our pleasure, Peter. Everyone, thank you again for tuning in. Make sure to visit artofthekickstart.com for all of the show notes, a full transcript of what we talked about, links to the campaign and everything else. Also visit for a coupon code that we have for Gadget Flow. Peter, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart the show about building a better business, world and life with crowdfunding. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to visit artothekickstart.com and tell us about it. There you'll find additional information about past episodes and our Kickstarter guide to crushing it. If you've loved this episode, leave us a review at artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help build your business. If you need a more hands-on crowdfunding strategy, please feel free to request a quote on commandpartners.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you soon.